And a one, two, three, four. Welcome everybody to the Life Point Table Talk podcast. My name is Jason, and I am joined today by my brother Tyler. Hello, hello, hello. We are continuing with our Bible in a year. Reading through the Bible in a year, we do an Old Testament portion and a New Testament portion, and we're just going straight through. Yeah, and we're, tr- we're trucking. We are trucking along. We are at week 31. Wow. 31, and we've got, uh, as usual, a pretty big chunk here today. Yeah. We've got the Psalms uh, 59 through 77, and we start a new book, Romans 1 through 6. And so, uh, a lot of great stuff um, we're gonna try to go. I I always say this, and it and it never really works out. But we'll try to go quickly through these psalms because the Romans portion, the readings are usually pretty evened out. But this particular uh, book is pretty dense. Romans, kind of a big deal. Yeah, yeah it's, it's so good. It's pretty dense. A lot of and especially the first, like you know. Seven, eight chapters. So. Yeah, it's really, really awesome. So uh, let's jump into it. All right. All right. <laughs> Psalm 59, oh. prayer by David for the music director according to the Al Tasheth. Sure. Sure. Style. Written when Saul sent men to surround his house and murder him. Yeah. Um, so. He's he's writing um, songs. <laughs> People are yeah. trying to kill him. Amazing. Deliver me from my enemies. They wait to ambush me. Get up, Lord. I say this a lot, that phrase. Get up. Mm. Get up, Lord of heaven's armies, and punish them. Listen to me. Have no mercy on these treacherous evildoers. No mercy. Mm-hmm. I love this. Mine says in verse 6, they return that evening, they howl like a dog. Oh, he's got the he's got the Cobra Kai mm-hmm. mantra there. Yeah, they prowl, prowl around and insult yeah. and throw threats. Uh, but you are my source of strength. I will wait on you. God is my refuge. God will enable me to triumph over my enemies. And this is intense. Don't strike them dead suddenly. Make them homeless vagabonds so they can be examples to the people. Mm. (laughs) Uh, Just real and Let them be trapped by their own words. That's another theme there. Yeah, I love that. It's Mm -hmm. throughout the scriptures, it's like evil caving in on itself. I always say the wrong thing. It's not Taekwondo. What is it? Do you just know? Uh, Aikido. Aikido. Yeah, Aikido. <laughs> yeah. You use the momentum and... Yeah. Which is not the, the Cobra Kai way. The violence of the enemy. No, it yeah. is not. Uh, okay. Um, you are my refuge when I face trouble, my source of strength. 60... Psalm 60, for music director, prayer by David, written when he fought against Aram Naharam and Aram Zobah, 
when Joab turned back and struck down 12,000 Edomites in the Valley of Salt. God, you have rejected us. You turned against us. Please mm. restore us. You shook the ground. Repair it before we fall. You made us experience hard times, but you gave us a rallying flag to seek safety. Deliver the ones you love. Mm. God has spoken, I will triumph. Who will lead into the city? Haven't you rejected us, God? You don't go into battle with us. Help us. Only by your power will we conquer our enemies. Hmm. Psalm 61. For music director for stringed instruments written by David. Hear my prayer, God, for the most mm. from the most remote place on earth I call out this in is despair. One of my favorite psalms. Yeah, it's a good one. There's a uh, for those listening, hit up your Apple Music, Spotify, Kobas, uh, whatever you listen to, and uh, find this guy named David Balosh, B A L O C H E. He has an album called Labyrinth, and he just sings this entire psalm word for word. Oh, nice. Yeah, hear my cry, oh God. Listen to my prayer from the end of the earth. I call to you. Nice. It's like it's incredible. I love it. Something really powerful about singing scripture, mm. which is what these are. Yeah, prayers, songs, yeah. amazing. Lead me to the rock where I am safe. You are my shelter. Let me be a guest in your home forever. Mm. I will find I protection under your wings. You hear your followers. Um. Give the king long life and protect him. Mm. Then I will sing praises to your name continually and keep my promises. That's another theme that comes up. They mm. Sometimes they call them vows, sometimes promises, depending how you're reading it. Okay, Psalm 62, a psalm by David for music director Jeduthin. Jeduthian. I wait for God alone. He is my refuge. How long will murderers threaten me? Mm. They spend all their plan, all their time planning how to bring down their victims. They bless with their mouth, but inside they curse. God alone is my refuge. Trust in him at all times, people. Mm. Pour out your hearts before him. Humans are just breath. Humans are mm. unreliable. Humans carry no weight. Don't trust in ill-gotten gain. If wealth increases, do not become attached to it. God has declared a pr principle. God is strong, and he shows his loyal love. He repays men for what they do. Psalm 63, a psalm by David, written when he was in uh, the Judean wilderness. God, I long for you. My soul thirsts for you. I'm in a dry land. But I've seen your power and glory in the sanctuary. Experiencing your love is better than life itself. I will praise you. I will lift up my hands. And like having a great meal, you will satisfy me. Mm -hmm. I think it says uh, choice meats. Like the choice meats. The choice meats. <laughs> I think of you when I sleep. I dream of you. My soul pursues you. I love that. My translation says my soul clings to you. Mm. 
Beautiful imagery there. Yeah. Those who swear by him will rejoice, for the liars' mouths will be shut. Hmm. Psalm 64, a psalm by David for music director. Listen to my lament, O God. My enemies attack, and I'm terrified. Hide me from them. Their tongues are like swords. Mm -hmm. They devise evil schemes. The heart is deep. No one can see it. I can't read their minds. But God will shoot them down. Their own slander will bring their demise. There we go again. Yeah, caving in. All will see and fear God. The godly will rejoice, take shelter in him. That's that's a theme that I love too. This uh, the ref refuge rock. Yeah, uh, the one shelter. Net uses shelter, which I like a lot. Mm -hmm, but it's the, it's a continual find safety in God. Yeah. Find comfort here. <laughs> Go here. It's your safe place. Your only real safe space. Uh, psalm sixty-five, a psalm by David for music director. A song, praises coming to you, Lord. For promises made are fulfilled. Mm. You hear our prayers. Our sins are overwhelming, but you forgive them. Blessed are those who are allowed to live in your palace. May they be satisfied with good things of your house. You are a source of confidence for all of the earth. You made the mountains. You calmed the sea. From east to west, all are amazed by what you have done. You give rain. You make streams. You make grain for us to eat. Mm -hmm. You make the ground fertile. I love this. You leave abundance in your wake. <laughs> Wherever your footsteps touch the earth, desert pastures blossom. Mountains celebrate. Meadows filled with sheep and goats. Valleys overflow with grain and echo with joyous songs. That last portion there might be one of my, one of my favorites. It's like... Uh, Wherever, wherever he's walking is just exploding yeah. with life. Yeah. You know, wherever this, his uh, footsteps uh, are. I've got the NASB, and verse 11 says, Your, path, your paths drip with fatness. Yeah. <laughs> Abundance. It's just overabundant Abundance good in life. Providing it's like, God. It's, it's yes. like the source of life. It just, it's just. Yeah, the uh, one that spoke it into existence, yeah. surely. Yeah. Can provide with abundance. Yeah. Beautiful. Awesome. And that's really incredible. That's his nature. That that's yeah. it's like it's saying <laughs> from the beginning. <laughs> like this is a, just an offshoot. He's not even trying. He's just walking like, you know, in your wake, yeah. in your footsteps. This is what happens. It's you know, just around you. Just falls off me. Yeah. Onto you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, psalm 66, a song and a psalm for music leaders. Shout praises to God. Tell yeah. everyone of his, uh, of this earthly, uh, on the earth praises. Mm -hmm. Give him the honor he deserves. I love that. Mm -hmm. The honor he deserves. Say how awesome are your works. Your enemies come crawling. We will sing praise to you. Come see the fearsome things our God has done. He made the sea dry up for our people to walk across. Celebrate there because of him. He watches the nations. Mm -hmm. You should exalt him. Wait. 
praise our God, you nations, loudly proclaim his praise. He does he preserves our lives. You tested us and purified us like refined silver. We passed through fire and water, but you brought us out into a wide open space. Mm-hmm. I will bring sacrifices to your temple. I will fulfill the promises I made to you when I was in trouble. I love that. The uh, you hear about that when, when <laughs> the Pastor Jeff's talked about that. They, when you're in trouble and you try to make deals with God, like uh-huh, if you'll yeah. help get me out of this, yeah. I'll I'll do whatever you want or whatever. Uh, the <laughs> I will fulfill the promises I made when I was in trouble. I will declare what he has done. Mm-hmm. I cried for help. He listened to my prayer. He deserves praise, for he did not abandon his love for me. Psalm 67. A psalm, a song for music director accompanied by strings. May God show us his favor. May he smile on mm. us. Another one of my favorite yeah, translations. What's your say? Does your say smile? Um, or shine mine says him. shines yeah, yeah. he's this is the ironic blessing from mm-hmm. number six he's yeah recollecting some, one of my favorites let the nations thank you uh oh, this is interesting let the nations thank you for the earth yields crops mm. that's one of those i like uh because it's like uh you know thanking nature yeah, for the crops, as if it just <laughs> appeared or something. Yeah. Like there's not someone it behind makes, it. It makes me think of the words of Jesus too, where he says that God sends the rain yeah. on the just and unjust alike. Yeah. This is just part of his nature. Yeah. May God bless us, then all the earth will give him the honor he deserves. There again, he deserves honor. I love that too, and we're going to see this when we jump into Romans. So much of this too. This is talking about the whole earth. It's not just the Jewish people. This is the nation surrounding them so that through them, they would see this God who is doing this for all. Yeah, that's true. That's true. It's it's right there. May the peoples praise you. And I'm sure that Hebrew word there, I'm not a scholar, but I'm sure that it has something to do with the, the nations. Well, it says nations. Gentiles, one of the yeah. ones I was reading, one says let foreigners celebrate, meaning non-Jewish yeah. people. Mm-hmm. Um and we're going to see this in Romans 1 in a little bit. Yeah. Everybody knows yep. it's been revealed even in creation itself. Psalm 68, a psalm, a song by David for music director. God springs mm. into action and his enemies scatter. Mm. Uh, but the godly are happy. Um, sing praise to his name. The one who rides on the clouds. I like so that. good. He is father to the fatherless and an advocate for the widows. He gives homes to the deserted and frees prisoners and grants them prosperity. That's mm-hmm. that, that translation. Interesting. Mm-hmm. When you lead us into battle, the earth shakes. You sustain your people. The mountains of... This is fascinating. The mountains of Bashan is towering. Why does the mountain of Bashan look with envy on God's mountain? He will live there permanently. God's chariots are countless. The Lord comes from Sinai in splendor and holiness. You ascend high with many captives. You receive gifts from men, even from sinful rebels. Mm. Interest. That whole portion there I could geek mm. out on. 
I think um, that's verse 18. That's probably what Paul quoted. You send it on high and led captive your captives. Yeah. 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 Day after day, he carries our burdens, the God who delivers us and can rescue from death. Yeah, that's awesome. The Lord says, I will retrieve them from Bashan. I will bring them back from the depths of the sea, and your feet will stomp them out. Wow. <laughs> my, my translation for 21 says that God certainly will shatter the heads of his enemies, the hairy head yeah. of one who goes about in his guilt. <laughs> oh, man. And I guess the actual Hebrew there, it says, is the word skull. Yeah, the it's pretty graphic skull. too. The, yeah. Some there of them, go. where your feet will stomp them out. Oh. I get bedtime it, story. For it's kiddos. like a bathe in their blood kind of deal. Mm. Um, they see your procession, God. Musicians and singers praise you in the large assembly. Uh, <laughs> kings bring tribute. They humble themselves. He thunders loudly, his power in the skies. It is the God of Israel who gives power and strength. God deserves praise. Psalm 69 by David for music director, the tune of lilies. Deliver me, God. The water has reached my neck. I sink into the deep water. The currents overpower me. Exhausted, I shout for help. My enemies outnumber me. My guilt and foolishness is not hidden from you. Let none that rely on you be disgraced because of me. Mm. I'm humiliated for your sake. My zeal for your house consumes me. My brothers treat me like a stranger. Drunkards mock me. Hear my prayer because of your loyal love. Don't let me sink. Don't let the current overpower me. Don't mm. let the deep swallow me up. Don't let the grave close on me. Man, killing it. Answer me for your lo loyal love. You know I'm insulted, humiliated, and disgraced. You see my enemies. Mm. To quench my thirst, they give me vinegar to drink. Mm. Yeah. May their table become a trap for them. There you go again. Hold them accountable. May their names be deleted from the scroll of the living. Wow. Don't let their names be listed with the godly. I will give thanks. That means more to the Lord than a sacrifice of an ox. Let the heavens praise him. Be encouraged, those who seek God. He will, his people will possess Zion. Psalm 70 by David for music director, written to get God's attention. I like that part of the heading. <laughs> God, rescue me. Let those trying to kill me be embarrassed, those who wish me harm to be ashamed. May those who seek you be happy and rejoice in you. May God be praised. I'm in need. Hurry, my helper and deliverer. Do not delay. Um, my translation verse 3 says, May those who say, Aha, aha, yeah. be turned back. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Because of their shame. <laughs> Psalm 71. In you I take shelter. Never let me be well, humiliated. Again, shelter, yep. refuge theme. Be my protector and refuge, a stronghold where I can be safe. Mm. 
And there really is, so I mean. You're my rock and my fortress. That's like a whole, even we, we just did the series at church, The Life of Praise. That's part of that going to that, entering into that shelter. Yeah. Through praise, that's where you're going, you know. Rescue me from the wicked. You are my hope. I've trusted in you since I was young. You pulled me from mm-hmm. the womb. Um, I am in agony, but you are my shelter. Do not reject me in my old age. When my strength fails, do not abandon me. My enemies wait for me. <laughs> I will wait on you. I will proclaim your salvation. Um, you bought me when I was young, and I still declare your praises when I'm old. Mm-hmm. Don't abandon me when I'm old and gray. <laughs> I love this. Let me tell the next generation about you. That This might be the one I was before we started that I was thinking of. Yeah. That as an example, yeah. And as I'm starting to get older, I appreciate psalms like this more and more. Yeah. Like, we were talking, We, you and I went and saw a, a friend's band, and we were saying how just standing for an hour <laughs> yeah. causes injury now. I hurt my knee just like standing just there. Just standing. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wake up with w- weird <laughs> hip injuries like from sleeping. Oh. Yeah. Uh, but God, my God, you are good. You have rescued Don't me. Abandon You've me rescued me from my morning hip injury. Yeah, when I'm <laughs> old and gray. But I really do love that. Uh, let me tell the next generation yeah. about oh, you. So Just good. thinking about my own, my own children. You know what I mean? That's such a, mm. that's such a deep, um, call. A keep deep calling. Yeah, and uh, responsibility. Yeah, there's like some weight to it. Yeah, like a holiness even. You have done great things, even though I've gone through trouble. Revive me again and raise me up. I will thank you on the stringed instrument. Mm. I will sing with the harp all day. I will praise you. 72 for Solomon. God grant the king ability to make just and fair decisions. Then he will judge your people fairly. He will defend the poor and oppress. During his reign, the godly will flourish. Mm. He will take pity um, on those in need. He will defend them from violence. May there be abundance and prosperity on the earth. May his dynasty last as long as the sun. I love that. Yeah. Uh, The God of Israel deserves praise. Um, His glorious name deserves praise forever. May his glory fill the whole earth. And this is where it says, this collection of prayers of David, son of Jesse, ends here. Yeah, I don't know. I know that's such a simple just like statement of fact. But for whatever reason, man, that just leaped off the page at me. Yeah. Just made it so real, first of all. And then just that word that says that the prayers of David. You know, then doesn't say the Psalms of David, the son of Jesse, yeah. are ended. It just kind of gives it a little extra context to what we're reading. Their psalms, their prayers, their songs. Yeah. Uh, it's just, it's just beautiful. Written prayers. I like that. Yeah, right. Um, psalm 73, a psalm by Asaph. God is good to those whose motives are pure, mm. but my feet almost slipped, for I envied those who were proud. I saw their prosperity. I saw the prosperity of the wicked. Mm. They are strong and they don't suffer. So much and of this makes me think of Job. We just walk through. Immune to trouble. You know, a lot of this, 
Uh, it makes me question what I was thinking when and where Job was written and where it came from because some of the verbiage is so... It's so similar. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my gosh. Continuity. Their prosperity causes them to do wrong. That's interesting. They are yeah. violent and they mock. They say, what does God know? That is really interesting, that prosperity line. Mm-hmm. It kind of brings to life some of the things that Jesus said that on the surface seem kind of hard to swallow. Yeah. Things but with wealth and prosperity and riches. Not that he's against it, but just that they can become such a stumbling block. Yeah. If, you know, given too much credence and whatever. It's like they can't handle it. Yeah. Um, Let's see. I am pure in lifestyle, but I suffer all day. If I said it out loud, I would betray your people. That's interesting. I can make no sense of it. (laughs) But then I went to your temple. I saw... I saw where the wicked will end up. That's fascinating. That is. With terror in a moment, their demise comes. Wow. Goodness. They are like a dream. So sobering. Yeah. Wake up. My spirit was bitter. I was senseless like an animal. Like a dream. Wow. But I am with you, and you hold my hand and guide me. You will lead me Mm. to a position of honor. Uh, there is no one in heaven or there is no one in heaven or earth I desire but you. I may grow weak, but God always protects my heart and gives me stability. Those who are unfaithful will be destroyed. Your presence is all I need. I have made you my shelter. Gosh, there it is again. Psalm 74, a well-written song by Asaph. Why have you rejected us, God? Remember the people you rescued so they could be a, na- a nation, hurry to the ruins of the temple. They have torn it down and set it on fire. Mm. We see no sign of God's presence. There are no more prophets. How long will we be insulted? God, you are my king from ancient times. You divided the sea. That. You shattered the head of the sea monster. You crushed Leviathan. You fed him. I love this. You mm. fed him to the people who live on the coast. Wow. (laughs) Remember foolish nations blaspheme your name. Remember your promises. Wow. The earth is full of places where violence rules. Mm. Let the oppressed praise you. Rise up and defend them. Don't forget what your enemies have said. Man, my uh, NASB verse 11 says, Why do you withdraw your hand, even your right hand? Extend it from your chest and destroy them. It makes me think of like a rock'em sock'em robot, you know, <laughs> just like a yeah, just go ahead, one swift punch, punch him. Uh, <laughs> Psalm seventy-five for music director by Asaph, a song in the Al Tasheth style. We give thanks to God; He reveals His presence. God says. Mm. Uh, At the anointed times, I judge fairly when the earth and its inhabitants melt in fear, I will secure it. Wow. It's really interesting, (laughs) the the, the sort of, uh, there is a time uh, that is prepared when judgment will come. Yeah. There's a time period. There's There's a a set set time. time, You guys got a certain amount of wiggle room but eventually mm. 
this time is going to come. Yeah. I say to the proud, don't be proud. To the wicked, don't be so confident. Mm-hmm. Don't be so certain you have won. Don't speak with your held, head held so high. God is the judge. He brings one down and exalts another. As for me, I praise God. God says, I will bring down all the power of the wicked, and the godly will be victorious. Psalm 76, a psalm by Asaph, a song for music director to be accompanied by strings. God has revealed himself in Judah. He lives in Jerusalem. He breaks the weapons of war. You shine brightly as a victorious king. Um, Warriors are helpless at the sound of your battle cry. The horse and the rider will fall. Who can withstand you? When God arises to judge the earth, the earth stands still and is silent. Bring him tribute. Kings of the earth, see he is awesome. Psalm 77, a psalm by Asaph for music director Jeduthun. I will cry to the Lord for help. He will heal me in my time of trouble. I kept my hands raised in prayer through the night. I will think of him through the pain. He held my eyes open. Mm-hmm. I remembered ancient times. I said, I will remember the song I used to sing. I could not make sense of what was happening. Where is God? I am sick by the thought that God won't intervene. I will remember his work, the amazing things he did long ago. I will reflect on all you have done. Who compares to you? You deliver your people. The waters and the sea shook before you. The earth trembled. You walked through the sea. You led your people like a shepherd. By the hand, you led Moses and Aaron. Um, that is the end of our OT Psalms. I got to say, I really like uh, Ace of Psalms. Yeah. His uh, pretty consistently have certain uh way of certain way of tone certain tone way of putting words together that really really um resonates with me um fantastic okay here we go the big jump over to romans romans uh we just finished the book of acts and it goes the next book is romans so <laughs> Um, we heard in Acts about Paul's conversion, his journey of preaching and founding churches. Um, this was like a 10-year journey throughout the Mediterranean, something like that. Um, but this was written not at the, not necessarily chronologically where Acts ends, correct? Correct. Okay, so this yeah, to the best of my knowledge, Paul's letters are in order of length. Yeah, Romans and the two Corinthians, then Galatians. If they get smaller, so this was this was before he ever got to Rome. He wrote Romans uh, when he was in Corinth, um, before he brought the collection to Jerusalem. Um, it's considered one of the greatest expositions of Christian doctrine anywhere in Scripture, orderly and logical and theological. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's um, even from uh, unbe- non-believers, it's considered a, a masterpiece. Yeah. Just in its eloquence and the way it's written. and 
Yeah. And your average, I forget, I wish I would have written it down, but the average word count of a letter written at, during this time that Paul wrote Romans, I don't, I'm just going to, these aren't real numbers. I'm just like, like mm-hmm. a weird example. But they're, I don't know, we'll just say like 700 words. This is like in the thousands. Like this was a really long letter. Hmm. Like he really, really put the work in on this thing. Yeah. To have it delivered, which I love. That sometimes I think we can get a little bit sidetracked with these letters in the New Testament and forget that there are letters Yeah. to real people, right. real flesh and blood people, these house triggers in Rome, and that they were, it tells, it tells us at the end of the letter, it was delivered by Phoebe. Mm-hmm. And so that's amazing. One of those unsung heroes of the scriptures. Right. She delivered this magnificent yeah. letter that we've talked about you for 2,000 years. I love that in the scriptures. You see it all the time where this this person just sort of a barely mentioned, like, like Phoebe or yeah. something. But they're part of the chain where like you would have none of this so without that person. And Scott, uh, Scott McKnight has written a great book called Reading Romans Backwards. And he talks about how she delivered this letter. And because not everyone was literate, she most likely read this letter to them out mm. loud. She may have worked with Paul and like mm. talked to, with him about how she should deliver it and maybe pausing points yeah. and points to drive home. And could be in the letter where he talks about Jews or Gentiles. She pointed to her. She pointed to someone else. Like stuff you don't think about. Just my point being just real flesh and blood people this was written to. Yeah. It's amazing. All right. So let's jump into it. Uh, so it starts out, um, and I'll say, I don't know how much we'll um, unpack all of this. There's there's a lot. There's different views, different translations of, of, of things in yes. here that could really... Yeah, this might be the, be the, pretty the good time to pause and say that neither... Tyler Trent or Jason <laughs> Wilson are biblical scholars. <laughs> and even, let me say this, even if we were, um, yeah, even so there would be somebody else who would probably not agree mm-hmm. totally because the, a lot of uh, very learned uh, mm-hmm. scholars <laughs> yeah. seem to have different approaches. Yeah. So we o- pray... We over pr- singular words, yeah. We, we, just p- we pray the Holy Spirit helps us here, but the Absolutely. also, also just... Let it resonate with you how it does, how it speaks to you, you know? Yeah. Um, because if we talked in the office the other day, there are so many overarching things that regardless of it, they're just speak volumes and are so yeah. powerful. There's some general These themes that themes, are in, yeah. in here are just, they're, they're literally life-changing. Yeah. So we start out here, through him we receive grace. We receive the grace of apostleship to bring the, to the Gentiles into obedience and faith. Mm, I love that. Um, some say obedience of faith, mm-hmm. obedience and faith. Um, grace and peace to all those called to be saints and loved by God. Mm. Your faith is known throughout the world. I pray and thank God for you continually. I long to see you so we can be a blessing to one, o- one another. I've tried to visit, but it hasn't worked out. <laughs> I am obligated to preach the gospel to everyone. Civilized, uneducated, barbarian, rich, <laughs> or poor. I love the barbarian one. Yeah. One uh, translation I read, it says un- uncultured. Yeah. It, it really is great, though, just the turn. this turning point of 
of uh, wide open. Yeah, it's really a leveling level <laughs> level yeah. playing field happening here. Uh, I am not ashamed of the gospel, for it is God's power for salvation to everyone who believes, to the Jew first and also the Greek. Mm, I love that. And we talked in previous podcasts, read through Acts, you saw this in action. Paul would go to the Jew first, yeah, literally, and then to the Greek, to the Gentiles. For the righteousness of God is revealed in the gospel. Oh, I love and uh, You could do an hour-long podcast on that word revealed. <laughs> it's like apocalyptic language. Hmm. It's unveiled. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's so good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, from faith to faith, mm. as it is written, the righteous... By faith will live, or another way to say it, the just shall live by faith. I love the first one, though. To me, that just resonates. The righteous by faith. By faith will live, yeah. Because mm. as we unpack the rest of the letter, that just seems to be the case. Like yeah. It's this by faith business that this life comes. Mm. Yeah, and there's, li- there's a lot of those little nuances where it really... Yeah, <laughs> can take it a, a comma. Yeah, like it says the same no thing, but you can take it differently, mm-hmm. and I don't know. Um, but like we said a little bit ago, the overarching theme still exists. Yes, by faith. By faith, it, there it is life. It's important for the ri- <laughs> faith is important for the righteous. Yeah, and life. in fact, John's gospel has been called the gospel of life, mm. and this letter has been called the epistle of life. Hmm which you just see throughout. I just love it. All right. God's wrath. And um, that word wrath is, that's a tough one for me. Sometimes it says anger. Sometimes I feel like it's opposition. Um, Wrath in and of itself. um, I I feel like that's a loaded term. I I don't know if I want to get into that. Anyways, God's mm-hmm. wrath is revealed against evil and wicked people. Uh, he's talking about all people, though, <laughs> that yeah, suppress we're, we're and hide the truth through their wickedness. And uh, this this section here, it gets it's it's really I really like it because he's talking about ancient times, like where where this how we got to where we got, mm-hmm. and where we are. <laughs> Yeah. Simultaneously. Um, uh, and I love the language, too. Um, it says that uh, they're revealed from heaven against mm-hmm. all ungodliness mm-hmm. and unrighteousness. And later he's going to, in the same chapter, towards the end, he's going to talk about the unobedient, the unsound, the untrustworthy, the uncaring, the unmerciful. It's all this un-language. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's in this... Uh, guy named Michael Gorman has got a great commentary on Romans. It's, he calls it people being ungodded. Yeah. It's when you, and we'll see it here in a moment, it's when you just decide that God's not God. Yeah. Something else is going to be, and as a result, all the goodness that is God, the uns start coming. Yeah. I was seeing it too, like like the God's wrath part, as and it says wrath or anger, and I'm not saying that's not true, but it's also like a like a mechanism. Yeah, it's like it, built in. Yeah, and it's like addition, like with addition, like two two plus two is five. It's like that's you can see yeah. that it's wrong. That you can see he's saying it's revealed that 
this is not right. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's something about wrath there to me. It's like a, it's like a, a like you said, like a built-in. It is, and mechanism. what really helped me long ago was uh, most people have heard John three sixteen, God so loved the world that He gave His only Son. Whoever believes in Him will have eternal life. But the very last verse in that same chapter three says, for those who don't believe, God's wrath remains on them. So once again, it's that kind of built-in language. It's just there. Yeah. And when you believe, that ra- that gets taken away. It's like the equation is not, it's not working out. No, it's not <laughs> working out. And what God does is he, he, he removes that. Yeah. He removes that built-in pre-existent just whammy. Yeah. And you get the free gift, the grace instead. And, okay, so, so uh, I'll read that again. God's wrath is revealed against evil and wicked people that suppress and hide the truth through their wickedness. And this is big. What can be known about God is plain to them. God has made it plain to them. And they, uh, in other words, they know better. Um, that's, that's <laughs> that once is, again, built that in. Is huge, huge, um, because... There are times when I, w- I would swear I did not know better. <laughs> <laughs> what? Wait, me? What? And you, I see it in my children. It's mm. a, a fascinating thing. Uh, since the creation of the world, the invisible God and his eternal power is clearly seen through what he has made. Um, this That's so wild. It's like... Uh, it's very matrixy kind of talk, really. Mm. You know you're in in something that somebody made. Uh, people are without excuse. People knew God, but did not want to glorify or acknowledge him and give thanks. Their thoughts became useless and futile, and their hearts grow dark. Mm, I love that. Claiming to be wise, they became fools. They exchanged the living mortal God for images of humans and animals. Mm, which is huge because it's idol language. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I that's what I'm trying to say. That the I think he's referring to, to what how humans progressed in ancient times, what happened, and simultaneously what's happening and then, now. And then yeah. fast forward to us. Yeah. And what continues to yeah. happen. There's a little bit of us doing it and inheriting. And this very next verse to me is huge. We talked about it a little bit ago with the Psalms. My translation says, therefore God gave them up hmm. to the impurity. Uh, other translations say handed them over, yeah. gave them over. And it's that whole kind of evil caving in on of itself yeah. idea. Yeah. So God let them have what they wanted. There you go. Or handed them over to their hearts. That's a great translation. <laughs> what they wanted. Their hearts impure desires to dishonor their bodies. They served and worshipped creation instead of the creator. Mm-hmm. And I think that's at the core of this whole conundrum. Like you're at the end of the day, you're going to worship something. Is it going to be the creator of the universe? Or is it going to be yourself? Is mm-hmm. it going to be something man-made and i love this quote from bob dylan one of his songs says you're gonna have to serve somebody Mm -hmm. well maybe the devil or maybe the lord but you're gonna have to serve somebody (laughs) (laughs) 
It's one of those built-in <laughs> things. It's like uh, life on life's terms. Sorry, guys. Um, yeah, your attention, your energy, <laughs> it's going to be directed towards something. Mm-hmm. And that inevitably is going to be what you, for lack of a better word, worship. Yeah. Uh, God gave them over to their passions. Women and men exchanged natural sexual relations for unnatural ones, and they did shameful things. And they received the penalty and repercussions for their actions. Um, they saw God as not worthwhile and gave themselves over to a depraved mind to do what they shouldn't do. Now they, uh, put on here we, are filled with all kinds of wickedness. Covetousness, Mm -hmm. malice, envy, murder, strife, deceit, hostility, gossip, slander, hatred of God, insolent, arrogant, boastful, disobedient to parents, senseless, covenant breakers, heartless, ruthless, they know God's decree to those who do these things deserve to die. They not only do them, but they approve and applaud those who practice them. Um, and I think there's something this um, the way he's laying this out, in in the way he he gets into it too. We're, we'll get to it with with so Adam. He's setting it up. Is um, that big long list there that's 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 both stuff that they he's saying they those people did uh but they were also given over to it so it's now it's now with us these mm. traits these traits have been passed on yeah you guys have inherited what mm. they did the very beginning this, yeah this is where this stuff that you guys are going to have to deal with came sure. from and uh, it actually goes all the way back to Adam, and we'll yeah. get to that. <laughs> Nothing new. <laughs> yeah. Really. Yeah. So that's, let's see. So he ends there, and it goes, uh, There's. it's really no break, goes mm-hmm. into chapter two. No one is without excuse. Um. So that's what I mean. He's saying they, but then he immediately goes into us. No one is without excuse. He's talking about us. Uh, they have no real grounds to judge others. You condemn yourselves because you practice the same things. Um, God's judgment is true, and no one will escape his judgment, including those who judge. Do you have con- contempt for God's patience with you? God's kindness is what leads you to repentance. I love that. I was I was reading some different uh, notes on that, and uh, it was like, um, it was like, why would you? Why are you wanting to judge others and have contempt for his patience when that's the very patience is <laughs> was the kindness that helped you out yeah. into repentance. It's not just his yeah. his kindness. Sometimes you see that as God does nice things for us, and that's or you be nice to people. And uh, but it was literally the kindness was his patience, <laughs> which he's having for other people, which you received. Okay, but because you stubbornly won't repent, you're making things worse for yourself when God comes to judge the world. There, that is the uh, that timetable yeah. we we're talking about. And judges us personally for what we have done. 
He will give eternal life for those who have done good in hope of honoring him. He will show anger and wrath with, with the selfish ones who do evil. This judgment will come to everyone with no partiality. Mm. Those who sin with or without the law will be judged. Some Gentiles do what is in the law without it. Mm-hmm. This shows the law is really written on their hearts. Their conscience and thoughts show them. Jesus will judge our hearts and secret thoughts. For the Jew who has the law sees himself as a guide to the blind. Can you really live up to the laws? You boast in the law, but break it yourself. God's name is blasphemed to the world because of you. Circumcision is supposed to be of the heart and seen in obedience to God, seeking his approval, not man's. Continue here into chapter 3. I, l- I love that too. It, it's one of the Old Testament quotes in chapter 2 says, For the name of God is blasphemed among the Gentiles because of you, mm. <laughs> because of your behavior, because of your fallen behavior. And to me, it's, man, all this stuff from chapter 1 through chapter 2, and we're going to continue. It, it even goes back to makes you think of the Ten Commandments because those first five Ten Commandments are all vertical. They're all directed towards God. No other God beside me. Um, don't take my name in vain. Don't carry my name in vain. Don't represent me wrongly. Mm. And then those last five are all about their horizontal. They're mm-hmm. about how we are with each other. Yeah. And she's just saying that that huge long list that we just read in, in chapter one, these are ways that you are really bearing my image poorly. <laughs> yeah. You are representing me in a way that it's actually blaspheming me. Yeah. And we're all in the same boat. Right. We're all in the same hypocritical boat <laughs> setting yeah. sail on our daily lives. And, and it just, and really two, I see, I see just, just having what, what we've been reading in the Psalms, the, 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 uh, echoes of, I, I think there are Asaph, um, where he's talking about God didn't really want the sacrifice of bulls, and yeah. and blood, he really just wanted thanks, acknowledging yeah. him, praise and obedience. What he's yeah. saying here, which is what circumcision of the heart, circumcision of the heart, and, and obedience and to and God. Then back to and that's awesome. Back to to chapter one, that's what Paul said. He's like, you did not give God thanks. Yeah, you did not glorify him. Yeah, you went the other way, the opposite way. Yeah, and even he's he's uh, taking his his own people there to task because you can. Even even in the religious pomp and circumstances of the ceremonies, not yeah. be be doing it on a surface level, not yeah, which really. Yeah, a great segue to yeah. to the open here of chapter three. What is the advantage to being Jewish in circumcision? Well, it's good in a lot of ways. <laughs> God's mo- and he's right, yeah. absolutely right. Yeah, God's message absolutely. was spoken to the Jews. This is how it came. Everybody. I love that. <laughs> well, I love that some translations Don't say forget the, it. the actual words of God, and then the classic translation is the oracles of God. I love that they were entrusted with the oracles of God. Mm-hmm. Sorry, even if some didn't believe his words, will come true. Is it wrong for God to punish us when we are clearly wrong? (laughs) No. Some claim we are saying let's do evil so something good will come of it. But God will judge them for saying that. Yeah, and I think he's dropping a little. This is like a little uh, preview of Mm -hmm. what's to come in uh, chapter 6. Jews as well as Gentiles are ruled by sin. 
And then he quotes Psalm 14, 1 through 3. There is no one righteous, mm-hmm. not even one. There is no one righteous, not even one. There is no one who understands. There is no one who seeks God. All have turned away together. They have become worthless. There is no one who shows kindness, not even one. Their throats are open graves. They deceive with their tongues. The poison of snakes is under their lips. Their mouths are full of cursing and bitterness. Their feet are swift to shed blood. Ruin and misery are in their path. In their path. That makes me think of the other psalm mm. of God's path. Yeah. And the way of Drips peace. with fatness. Yeah. <laughs> life exploding. <laughs> mm-hmm. the, uh, in the way of peace they have not known. There is, I love this, there is no fear of God before their eyes. There's no fear of God in their eyes. Man. Yeah. That's intense. Uh, Let's see. The law was written for those under it. The law shows that we have no excuse and are guilty. No one is righteous through working following the law. The law points out and shows us our sin. God accepts people only because they have faith in Jesus Christ. For all have fallen short of the glory of God. That's a very famous uh, uh, verse. No distinction if you follow the law or your conscience or not. Through his grace, through Christ, he freely accepts or justifies us. Mm -hmm. I kept jumping back in translation that says accepts or justifies. Yeah, justifies, makes righteous. Righteous, makes righteous, yeah. Uh, by faith in Christ's sacrifice, we can come to God. I love that too. Um, oh my gosh, that's uh, my translation says propitiation, but the actual Greek there is uh, it's like reference to the mercy seat. Mm. So it just harkens back to our Old Testament reading in the sacrificial system, and yeah. it just really drives that home that Jesus is that ultimate once and for all sacrifice. And I think he's kind of tying that in. Yeah. In, in a really w- amazing way that's going to just keep getting expounded as he talks more and more about the death and resurrection of Christ and what that means for us. Absolutely. What can we boast or brag about? We are declared righteous by faith apart from the works of the law. God is God of everyone, and all are justified by faith. We don't nullify the law by faith. We uphold it. Hmm. Chapter 4. What can we say of Abraham? Hmm. I, I love this. <laughs> Me too. This is such a trip. It's a trip, but I, I can't help it, man. Immediately, I just go to like children's church as a kid. Father, Father Abraham. Abraham had many sons. Yeah. Many sons. How did he become acceptable to God? God accepted Abraham because he had faith in him. Mm. And I could see people, this This was like a, what? Tag on it. He's right. If you, you look yeah, back got, at it, like, gotcha moment. Gotcha, this was gotcha, gotcha moment. Paul's See? gotcha. <laughs> See? Yeah. You <laughs> cannot make God accept you because of what you do. It's not like a worker who is owed his pay. Mm. God does not owe us. He credits us through his grace. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> oh. God accepts us sinners through faith in him. David spoke of this grace in Psalm 32, 1 and 2. What a blessing when God forgives our sin and our evil deeds. What a blessing when the Lord erases our sin from his book. When did God accept Abraham? Before circumcision? 
Abraham became the father of those who believe but are not circumcised and the father of those circumcised. Uh, his circumcision was to show he had already been accepted. Hmm. God promised Abraham and his descendants they would inherit the world, not through the law, but through faith. The promise is because of Abraham's faith, not obedience to the law. If it was because of us following the law, faith would mean nothing. The law brings God's wrath. If, if there is no law, then there is no sin. It is, though, it is through faith, like Abraham, the father of us all, he had faith in God who raises the dead to life and creates new things. When it seemed hopeless, Abraham believed and became the father of many nations. He considered his own body dead and Sarah's womb to be dead, but he did not waver but believed God, giving God glory, fully convinced that God was able to do what he promised. Mm. And I love these... these uh, uh, foreshadowings of Christ, the sort of uh, many, many templates, the the scarlet thread, you know. Yeah. This that's a huge one right there. Um, uh, it is written. It was credited to him for Abraham and us, those who believe in one in the one who raised Jesus from the dead. He was given over because of our transgressions and raised for the sake of our justification. Yeah, I was trying to find, because the translation that I have, where is it? Where it talks about how he, I can't find the verse. Anyways, he calls into existence things that do not exist. Mm-hmm. And I love that language there of Abraham said he was as good as dead. Mm-hmm. His body's as good as dead. And then the actual Greek, like you just read for Sarah, it was calls it the deadness of her womb. But out of that death came life with Isaac. Yeah. And that was completely a by faith, supernatural death to life, which he just two verses later talks about Jesus and his death and his resurrection. Right. And it's just so cool this death to life and then it's just going to keep growing in five and six and seven. He's going to keep building on that theme about his death and how we share that death, baptism, etc. But we also share that new life. Yeah. Just, it's so cool. Yeah. And it's also, um, there's something about that with the, with Abraham and Sarah where God has to really get the credit. Like they couldn't do it. You know, they were dead. Yeah. They could, like there had to be. A bazillion years old. <laughs> it's kind of what he's saying is there has to be a divine intervention here where God graces you mm-hmm. this gift of, of, of righteousness. You can't, you can't do it on your own. Um, and it's through faith. Uh, chapter five. Since we are declared righteous by faith, we have peace with God through Jesus. In this grace, we stand mm-hmm. and rejoice. We can rejoice even in suffering because suffering produces endurance and endurance character and character hope and hope does not disappoint. That's really fascinating to me, that whole uh, suffering, endurance, Mm -hmm. character, (laughs) hope. It's almost like the the hope comes because you 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 start to see the 
the process. Yeah. You see the cycle. You see the process. Yeah. And I think, too, it's a foreshadowing of our identification with Christ and what he did on the cross. Because through that suffering, through that self-giving, through that process... You can see it's worth it. It's too. worth it yeah. because we know that our faith's not... Paul says it's not... It's not futile because of the resurrection. Mm-hmm. We knew what came through on the other side, and God's resurrection of Jesus is proof that what he did worked, Yeah, and he accomplished it. Hope does not disappoint. Yeah, I love that. This will happen because God has given us the Holy Spirit who fills our hearts with love. Mm, so good. Christ died for us while we were helpless sinners. Someone might die for a good person, but it's rare. <laughs> it's rare. I love that. It's true. <laughs> But God Probably showed not. <laughs> it could happen. <laughs> Maybe. But God showed his love while we were not good, while we were sinners. Still sinners. Now through his God blood does. we are saved from God's wrath against us. Is that whole pulling that wrath off of you? Yeah. The the wrath oh, man. <laughs> That's a tough word for me. Because it, it is. I, it seems to be held in most translations. It is, and and sometimes it's anger too. Mm-hmm. And it's almost, but to me, it, there's like a, a, I was trying to say a equation or something, because it's like a, as God, as king, when when you go against him, there's like a challenge to his throne. There's a, there has to be a reaction. Yeah. You can't just let it go forever. <laughs> you can't, the king can't let you just challenge his authority, you know. Yeah. Well, and it's, it's not necessarily like he's mad I, and he just I wants think to. It's really hard for our finite brains to process, but it really comes down to just that his he's as perfect. He's holy, he's just, and within that the opposite of those things can't coexist. Mm-hmm. So something has to happen to them. And I, that's where the wrath <laughs> falls is on that because he can't be a part of that. Yeah. And we find that in our daily lives. Um, I went with our, our buddy Darren Penley to see um, Malcolm Smith preach mm-hmm. at a church in New Carlisle. It was awesome. And he called it the dance of the Holy Spirit that's alive within us. And there are certain times in our lives where the Holy Spirit can't get on the dance floor at that moment. <laughs> You know, I can't get down with that. I can't. I'm not getting down with that one. Yeah, you know, I'm gonna like like a like a a kid at a Sadie Hawkins dance hugging the wall the of the gymnasium. Like I'm gonna set this one out. You know, he can't co-sign that. Can't get get involved with that. But it's very serious because it's very real stuff. And we all want. We see it in our world right now more than ever. There's this hunger for making things right, Mm -hmm. for justice. We just don't want it. To fall on ourselves. <laughs> yeah, and I don't want to overplay that. Like he doesn't get mad. I'm sure it does make him mad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, and those of us who are parents, we can better relate to this. Yeah, sort of thing there's too. stuff they do that I'm like, are you kidding me? Yeah, you I, know better, and you did that. I you know literally I mean? just told you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it does make him mad. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, why? This is this is what I'm talking. This is a perfect example. Why we were God's enemies mm-hmm. there's something about that's big language about about sin or all that that big list paul started with that makes you directly at in, odds at odds an enemy to uh his kingdom but while we were enemies he reconciled us through the death of his son mm. sin entered the world through one man 
that relates back to Romans 1, what I was talking about. Through, through one person, we inherited this thing. And death through sin. Before the law, sin was in the world, but there was no account of it. But death still had power over all. Even those who didn't sin like Adam, but God's... That's, that's important to me. He's saying even even though you didn't do what he did, you're, but we, you're part of it. Totally. And my translation says that deaths, as a result of that sin, death spread to all mankind. Yeah, like a like virus. Infected, yeah. Literally like a virus. Yeah. It's just... It's just... It's with us In now. our existence. It's yep. there. But God's gift of grace is multiplied to many through Jesus. And that's so If through good. the transgression transgression of one death came to reign and rule but th- dude they're right there so huge to reign and rule mm. like this kingdom ruling reigning yeah, language we're gonna see it here in a moment it's important di- there's different ideas like we're talking about like a like a virus like an infection but it's also like a uh it took over it's controlling everything it's it's like a well this the commentary i read it talks about it's like it's a sin empire yeah, it's dominion. It's which, kingdom talk. You're which, under the rule and reign also of something. What we were talking about before, where you become an enemy, you've joined this opposing <laughs> kingdom. You're on team sin. <laughs> yeah, wrong team, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Capital S. Yeah. It's like a it's dominion rule uh, reign language. Yeah, everyone was condemned because of Adam's sin. So too, through one righteous act comes life comes for all people. Adam's sin caused many to be sinners. That is so, I still, uh, that explains so much. There, there's, uh, in the inherit, inheritance of, of this thing. It's in your nature now. Uh, but Jesus makes many people acceptable to God. The law mm. came so sin's power could be seen clearly. Mm. But God's grace is more. It's like, guys, you can't even do this. Look, (laughs) here, very clearly, I'm going to spell it out for you, and you're not even close. Mm -hmm. But God's grace is more powerful. Paul, what we saw in Acts, Paul had to call Peter out on. Mm. Like, you can't, you people, you can't even live this out yourselves. Yeah. Can't ask them to do this. Yeah. Uh, But God's grace now rules, and through Christ, uh, gives eternal life. Yeah, that I that just man that leaped off the page to me this week studying this. That uh, last verse twenty one, my translation says, "As sin reigned in death, so also now grace would reign through righteousness to eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord." And mm. I just man, I kept in my mind, I kept repeating the this, the reign of grace. Yeah, the reign of grace. That's what I want to do my best every day to fall under the reign of grace yeah and it's fascinating i keep thinking about these timetables these time periods yeah we're in this age of grace we weren't always in this we weren't always in this age of grace we've been reading we've been reading through it it was it was pretty pretty wild um and i love it He, he he really once again we don't shouldn't no. have the chapter of breaks. Yeah, he just really he stop. doesn't miss a beat and he says, "Well, what shall we say then?" Yeah. <laughs> Should we keep on sinning so grace increases? <laughs> absolutely not. I love it. So I I looked at several translations. It got absolutely not, certainly not, 
far from it, by no means out of the question. Yeah. These <laughs> are like all the different translations I read. Yeah. It's emphatic. So. Oh, and then one uh, one was, are you stupid? Nice. Like a paraphrase Love one. It. Are you stupid? <laughs> if we die to sin, how can we live in it? That's a really good question. Mm-hmm. Uh, because this gets a little confusing for me, to be honest. But let's see. We are raised to life in Christ. If we are buried with Christ in his death through baptism, so we too could raise two could raise to new life like Christ. Our old man was crucified, so our body is not dominated by sin. Mm. When you are dead, you are free from sin. If we die with Christ, we are raised with Christ. Death no longer has mastery over him. He will not die again. He died once and for all. That's kind of what you're talking about, the sacrifice. This was the ultimate one. So consider yourself dead to sin and alive to Christ. Mm. Now, this is this is what I'm talking about. Because he uses this language like it's already done. It, mm-hmm. You you were crucified. Sin did reign. It's it's dead. It's done. But then he turns right around and says, so don't let sin rule your bodies. Mm-hmm. So it's still there. Your body is going to die, so don't obey its desires. That's f- that's wild. It's like this other, it's like a <laughs> it's bad robot gone yeah. wild. <laughs> it, it, yes, it is. <laughs> yes, it is. Don't listen to him. <laughs> bad robot. <laughs> yeah. uh, and don't let your body become instruments or weapons for mm. sin. Yes, I love that. that. And, and when I really dug that out, that is the most likely straight up Greek translation is weapons. Yeah. And it's really is it really speaks to the multi uh the layers of of identity that we are. Mm-hmm. This the sort of spirit soul body to where you can have this body wanting to do one thing and internally having to steer it another way. Um but present yourselves as those who are alive and your members as instruments and weapons for God to be used for good. Don't let sin rule because you are not under the law but under grace. What does all this mean? Does it mean we are free to sin because we are not under the law? Certainly not. You are slaves of who you obey. you got to serve somebody. You can obey sin or God used to be a slave to sin, Mm. but now you are free from sin. I'm speaking in these terms because of the weakness of your body. So just as you use your body for evil, you used to use it for evil, Mm. now use (laughs) it for good. Mm. When you are slaves to God, you didn't have to please God. Um... Now you are free from sin and can be led to sanctification. That's a big word, sanctification. Mm. Um, that's really what he's talking about there. Yeah. Which leads to eternal life. New Testament word for holiness. Yeah. Uh, this freedom Separate. can lead <laughs> to that process, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is tricky. Uh, the payoff of sin is death. 
the gift of God is eternal life in Jesus our Lord. Yeah, those are three really big verses in this uh, chapter that are so good. The kind of traditional translations are, uh, oh, where'd I go? already lost it. I love it so much. It says that, yeah, that it is. As Christ was raised from the dead through the glory of the Father, we too may walk in newness of life. I love that phrase, yeah. newness of life. That just really resonates. And then we talked a little bit earlier at Romans 6, 7, a short little verse, but if you can really wrap your mind around it, it says, for the one who has died is freed from sin. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's a big statement. And that's a complicated one. But if we really identify ourselves, like it's talking about what it does, the baptism references, if we can identify ourselves with his death and then with his resurrection, then I think it becomes a little more clearer that through the death, his death crucified on the cross, that we've conquered that with him mm-hmm. on the cross. And then we have the newness of life through the resurrection. Tricky part is we're still alive and breathing like you said the bad robot fighting back right so it's a it's a it's a pick up your cross daily yeah kind of vibe where you got to wake up every day i don't know if reset button is the right word but something you got to do every single day is identify both of these ways Mm -hmm. you identify with the cross and you identify with the resurrection yeah and it's not really easy to completely grasp but when you start to get that picture in your mind, it helps with so much. Well, I think I, I, I the, tr- the truth is there's some mystery here for me. Sure. I do not fully, the, but, the, the, but ca- the Catholics call this the Paschal mystery. But he, it resonates. What he's saying does make sense sure. because there is this weird internal uh, civil war going on in, inside yourself. And, um, Th- just thinking about the way he talked about circumcision, like it's of the heart. He's talking about this new life is in your heart. This is where it's happening. Yeah, and when, inside you out know, that's like a weird word, your heart. Like he's not talking about your physical body. He's it's talking cardiology. about, you know, your soul, your spirit. The seed of your emotions, your will, your your yeah. very inner being. Which is why he has to turn ar- turn right around and then address address the outward part too of saying should we send that no no you're gonna have to keep dealing with that so um that's the end of six so that's where we are going to jump off today um so much there Mm -hmm. um yeah incredible uh stuff i love romans it's 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 uh it really is of uh, the way he he lays it out and sort of building he's sort of building a case explaining where we came from how we got here yeah what's going on now um it's beautiful i love it uh so that's where we'll we'll uh, jump off today thank you everybody for uh tuning in continue to tune in and and share and and like and uh thanks tyler for being here today thanks for having me i love Um, it bible nerd yeah me too the best (laughs) loving it enjoying it so uh we'll be back next week tune back in hope you all have a wonderful week all right see you later peace out